listening to Productivity on Purpose, Episode 74, Part 3 of the Life in Control Training. This is how systems really work. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Rithi Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, gorgeous. I want to kick off by first inviting you to a free training I'm holding in just a few weeks now called How Today's Busiest Working Moms Are Getting It All Done at Work and at Home with Less Stress. I'll be teaching you the four universal principles to getting out of the overwhelm and into control, which by the way, just happens to be the foundation of my life in control coaching program. I'm all about making the most of your time, so I hope you'll be joining me there. It's free, it's fun, it's valuable, it's filled with tips and strategies with you in mind, working mama, doing all the things for all the people all the time. So get on that wait list now, do not procrastinate, don't have to think about it later, just right now go on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash training, lifeisorganized.com forward slash training, throw in your name and you'll be hearing from me in just a few weeks when we kick off. All right, so in preparation for that awesome training, I have spent these four episodes walking you through my four pillars of the Life and Control program in detail, and today we are on episode three, or part three, rather. So if you missed part one and part two, I will definitely link to it in the show notes. Check that out, because each building block, you know, they build their building blocks, they build on top of each other, and um, it would make a lot more sense if you start listening from the beginning. By the way, this information that I'm sharing over these four episodes is very different than the information that will be in the free training. So uh, there, there are the universal principles, but the actual strategies and tips that I'll be talking about are different in that. So I just want to let you know that. Um, again, lifeisorganized.com forward slash training. So as I mentioned, today is part three in the four-part series of the Life in Control Framework. In case you missed part one and part two, The first two parts is the first is goals and vision. So you've got to be really, really clear on your goals. If you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling scattered, if you're working from morning till night and still feel like, oh my gosh, what did I get done today? My head hurts. I don't even know what's happening. Then first step to getting your life in control for feeling really secure and like you're in the driver's seat at work and at home is to get super clear on what the heck do you want? What are you doing this all for? What's the bigger why? So that's what we defined in part one in goals and vision. The second step is then to take that goal and start reverse engineering and putting the key milestones onto your schedule. This way you start creating time and freedom and space in your life on your schedule because if it's not on your calendar, it don't happen. So that's in part two. I get more into detail about that. And now today, part three, the third building block or the third piece of the puzzle, if you will, that integrates with this is uh, the systems and processes. That's what we're focusing on today, also known as systemization. So here's the deal. You could do the first two pieces perfectly, right? You could have listened to those 
episodes. You, you could be doing the work at the end. I always leave you with an action item. You could be like, okay, you know what? I'm really clear. I have these three goals I really want to hit by the end of this year. I feel like I know my action steps are. I know what my bigger why is. And I'm even putting time on my calendar to start working on some of those steps, sort of reverse engineering those goals and scheduling them out. So I start making progression towards them and feel really successful at the end of the week, at the end of the day, at the end of the month. Excellent. However, here's the deal. If you do not have some systems and processes behind all those things that are getting on your calendar, girlfriend, you know you are setting yourself up for failure, right? How many times have you tried to get that routine or that new habit down, but it only lasts for like a day or two or possibly a week? right? Unless there's a true system behind it, you risk failure. So that is why this is so important. And again, this is why all these pieces fit together. There's no one one strategy or one tip that's going to take your life from, you know, chaos or stressful or overwhelmed to completely feeling confident and clear and and just very streamlined and simple. It's it's all of these things together. So the systems and processes is what we're going to focus on today. And by the way, I'm also going to link to a different episode called How to Create Systems That Stick. That was episode 15. And I take a much deeper dive into what I'm going through today in that episode. So you may want to listen to that as well after this. This is kind of like the bit, bit higher level and they'll get deeper into that. So if you're like, okay, I really need to get some systems in my life or I have some, but they're not working great. Um, I need to revamp them or look at them again or just start with completely new ones, then definitely dive into that episode after this one. All right, so bottom line, if you want your life to be less overwhelming and less chaotic and less stressful, oh my goodness, yes, amen, right? It is in your best benefit to create and implement systems in all areas of your life. Lady, seriously, we're not just talking about one thing at work or something with your colleagues or with your team or something at home with the kiddos or with your parents or with vacations, like all of it. Like seriously, my life would be a complete disaster without systems. Everything from what I'm going to cook for dinner to how I follow up with prospects and clients to how I make my photo albums to how I manage social media for my business to how I get the laundry done to how I manage my team at work, right? Systems, ladies, systems. You cannot over-systemize your life. I feel like I need to repeat that. You cannot over-systemize your life. You truly cannot. This doesn't mean you're going to make your life really boring or like just so routine or so structured that you have no freedom. In fact, systems, contrary to belief, give you total freedom. They give you so much freedom in your brain space, in your mental clarity, in your physical energy to do the things that you really want to do. Like, yes, there's some things we have to do. It'll make the space and time and freedom for that too, like chores and errands and team challenges, you know, solutions you've got to come up with. But it also allows you to go for those things that are pleasurable and and joyful for you, like going for walks or playing tennis or getting a massage or planning vacations or having quality time with the kiddos or with your family. The more that you systemize, you know that there is a process behind everything that you're doing, which then allows you just peace of mind to know, A, I know how it's going to get done, B, it's going to be efficient, and C, it's going to leave me more room in my brain and in my life to do other things outside of those systems. Okay, so I can't 
stress enough how important it is. And again, I know that you know this in the sense like, you know, when you don't have it in place, things only last a really short period of time and then they all fall back to nonsense and chaos. All right, so now that we are all on board about why systems are so important, let's talk about how to start creating them and how to make them really effective in your life so they are helping you and supporting you both your work life and your home life. The first thing you want to do is brainstorm or make a list or journal, you know, about the areas where you could use a new system or an improved system in your home or at your your work. To make it easier, I like to break down different areas between the two. Like I have a list for the work stuff and I have one list for the home stuff. Really simple. You might even take a piece of paper, write home, work, put a line down the middle so you have two columns if that works for you. And so things that work, I might think, okay, where is it that sometimes I'm struggling? Where is it that it just feels like there isn't a system in place or there is one and it feels bumpy, it feels clumsy, it feels cumbersome, it just doesn't feel really smooth. So different areas might be specifically something in marketing. Like I mentioned earlier, maybe it's the social media. Maybe it's actually like the sales process. Maybe there are some things in the administrative arena that are just not so clear. They feel a little clunky, like onboarding a new client or you know, invoicing, um, maybe some financial things. Maybe there's some product information. Is it easily readily available to me exactly when I need it? Is information always at my fingertips? So these are some of the things I might be thinking about on a, you know, sort of a work level, business level. At home, I'm always also thinking like, okay, where are some areas that frustrate me that I'm struggling that I just feel like they don't run smoothly? Okay, that might be meals. I, I, why am I struggling at five o'clock to figure out what to make? Or why is it that I, I go shopping and I have two or $300 worth of groceries and still I look in my fridge and I'm like, I have no idea what to make for dinner tonight, right? Why is that? Um, maybe there's also some financial things again, like paying bills, like, are we ever late? Or do I feel like I'm struggling last minute? Or, uh, you know, it feels like they just creep up on me and I don't know when to pay them. What about um, keeping up with the social events and commitments? So what about chores for the kids or what about their whole calendar of events and commitments? Uh, What about the hobbies that you wish you had time for that you don't, that you're like, I'd love to create a system or process around this so I can make this part of my regular life, whether that's reading or getting back to painting or whatever it might be, right? So make that list. Just start there. Just brainstorm. Just start with that brainstorm list so Then we can look at that and think like, okay, well, what is a a top priority here? Sometimes the way I look at that is I like to sometimes just knock off some of the easy stuff. Like what's that low hanging fruit? You're like, where's something that I could maybe pretty easily create a system around or a process for, and it's going to have a pretty good impact on my life. At least it will keep this thing from lingering on me and over me, you know, and it will really help just just make my life easier or better. And it's not a huge thing that I have to invest in or get everybody's buy-in or like, you know, just this big thing. And I feel like there's so many of those little, little opportunities all the time. So to start that list, and by the way, also if the, the brainstorm, if you're hitting kind of a wall at the brainstorm or we don't have time for that, just keep a running list over the next few days and throughout your day, write down what is and isn't flowing well for you, right? So every time you you hit something, you're like, this is annoying, just kind of get it down on your list. And that's just a really simple way to think about where you could benefit from a system. Easy peasy. Okay, so let's move on to step number two. 
Step number two is actually now implementing or actually really creating before implementing. So creating is we're going to create an outline of the series of steps that might create your system. So we're going to pick one of those things from your home life or from your work life on that list and decide, say, okay, maybe this is that low-hanging fruit that I feel like I really could use a system or process around. And now we want to just start outlining it, like a process from point A to point B. Now, sometimes this is relatively easy, right? If you're thinking, gosh, I really need a better system for my bill payment. And we might think, okay, well, what could I do to make this more efficient, more systemized, more structured? Well, maybe I'll pick two days a week. I'll, I'll put those on my calendar. I'll, I'll have a bin that I collect all the bills throughout the, the month. And I'm sorry, I meant two days a month. I think I said two days a week. So let's say two days a month, you collect all the bills in one place. And then on those two days, you get a reminder and you've set 30 minutes in each one and you pay the bills maybe on the 1st and 15th of every month. And it kind of sort of creates this system for you. Okay. And it can be, sometimes it can be relatively easy. You just kind of get that in place. But I definitely suggest and recommend you write this out. Like you create that little outline, that little checklist for you instead of trying to figure this out in your head. Okay. On the other hand, sometimes creating the system for whatever it is in your life, it can be really challenging. You might just be thinking, I just need an easier way to get a handle on where I'm spending my time. I'm getting distracted all day. I need a good structure and routine and system for like all of my days through the week, right? How to fit everything in that I want to, that's important to me into my calendar. Now, this is kind of a big ask, a big task for, for some of you, for, you know, for you may be listening to this, be like, that's crazy. I would love to do that, but that's, that's really big. And again, I'll say, if you're really challenged by it, just start with the easier stuff. Go for the low-hanging fruit. Get good at some of the small things. Get those in place so that you build momentum. You start like building your confidence that you can do it, and you just stay motivated and inspired every day. However, if you're like, okay, I really want to start tackling something a little bit bigger, maybe something I'm not, I just don't know what the right next step is. You know, here's a few things you can do. You can research it. We can get online. We can Google it. Um, we can ask friends or colleagues how they're doing it. I've had clients who have needed help specifically, let's say, with it was invoicing or tracking something that was very specific to their industry. It had lots of nuances. And quite frankly, I was not the expert with that industry. I didn't really know the exact steps or maybe that software they should invest in or like what the best way would be to, to do this. So their action for the week, because when, I, when I'm working with my clients one-on-one, every week we leave with accountability, next steps, actions. So they, you know, we're always taking continued, they're always taking continuous progress and then checking in and a lot of accountability there. But anyway, their action for the week was to send an email to colleagues to see what tool or solution they had success with. And based on that, it was we were able to create a more efficient system is simply by doing the research with other people that are in a similar industry or similar business or similar role. So that's something you can do as well. Now, of course, you can also hire a pro, hire an expert, hire someone like me, hire another coach, hire somebody else who can who has the expertise and the things we don't are not experts in. Oh gosh, I, I'm gonna have to link to that episode a few episodes ago when I said your greatest strength is like understanding when I, when you don't have a strength, right? When something is not in your genius zone to get help and 
you know, get support from somebody, someone or some, yeah, somebody else who is. So anyway, um, you know, you can also do that. So let's say you want to create a system for that scheduling or for sales, just something really outside of like what you are great at, bring in the help. But again, I'll just go back to saying, start small with the areas that you can create a process for that or that you can leverage your current relationships to identify the ways that, that they're doing it and how that might spark some ideas for you. Or sometimes you can just do the same exact thing that they're doing. No reason to recreate the wheel. All right. And this gets us down then to step number three, which is to implement it. Okay. So before we actually jump into the implementation, I just also want to add that when you are like thinking through and and really outlining the series of steps to create your system. I want to be really crystal clear on that, that I mean like get it down on paper. Actually visually seeing it can really help you identify where there are too many steps or where it feels clunky or where you can streamline, right? But as usual, if you're trying to figure this all out in your head, it can be overwhelming before you even begin. So that's just going to cause you to stop and just be paralyzed or it can feel super confusing. So actually writing it out is going to help you be like, okay, wait, too much here, too little here. I'm missing this. Anyway, so just go through that process because then then that's really going to help us with step number three, which is to implement it, which by the way, in itself can have a few steps. So in the implementation process, a couple of things can happen. Sometimes you need to get other people on board, right? Like you need their buy-in or you need them to be part of this process or system. Again, this can be something in your home or at work. If it's like how we're going to do laundry or how we're going to meal plan, how everyone's going to be involved in that, you know, prepping or cooking or cleaning up process or something at work, like everybody needs to be involved on the way that we are you know, in taking customer information or how we're delivering certain presentations. If you need, you know, if you need other to get other people on board, we really have to think this through, which by the way, segues so well into next week's final episode into the topic all about communication and creating boundaries. So you can get the best system in place because not only do you need to know about it, which is great that you have it all outlined, but you've got to be able to communicate this well to other people. You want them involved, it impacts them, and you want them to follow it too. So it's got to be clearly communicated and you've got to get their buy-in. So that's one piece of implementation to make sure it's successful. Um, On the other hand, sometimes it's just maybe something for you. If it's like a morning routine, maybe it doesn't involve other people quite as much. It's really you who's doing it. Either way, you want to do the second piece of this, which is to create that document, as I just mentioned earlier, or that spreadsheet or a visual guide, or a workflow, or just some way to make it super clear so that you, or your team, or your family, or your clients, or your colleagues, you know, they all, you all, you know what is it, what the expectations are, what that system looks like, even if it's a simple three steps, even if it's the simplest thing in the world, we want to get it down somewhere visual so that no steps are forgotten, so that everybody's really consistent. Um, so that you just also have a visual reminder for yourself to do it. Okay, one of my clients right now is creating a procedure manual for her team with very specific checklists and screenshots of all these processes across her team and her department and even in the company wide. So this creates a really consistent internal and a consistent external experience, right? So it's this internal 
consistency for her team, and then this external consistency for her clients. And this is something that we're creating together because, uh, you know, we're working together. But so this has sparked so many great ideas, right? Like one system then sparks an idea for another system. And you realized how many systems and processes she has in her work or how many she there's a deficit of. There's just not enough. And now she can create them. And with this manual, with this procedure manual, now it helps everyone get on the same page. If you're currently like who's working with you and also Who's going to be there in the future? Because people are going to leave, right? People are going to quit. They're going to find another job, whatever. Um, you know, roles are going to morph and you're going to bring on new people. And at that point, when you have, when she has this manual, it's going to be so easy peasy and so much easier to train. And again, just keep that consistency both internally and externally. So these are some things you want to be thinking about in the implementation process, like that communication. And how do we make this like super clear? Okay, and then the third part, the last part of the actual implementation is that just know ahead of time, I think going into this step, knowing that I'm going to have to test and tweak is going to make this a lot easier for you and a lot easier to digest, right? Because rarely does a system work perfectly on the first shot or the first try, whether again, it's meal planning or invoicing, whether it's your morning routine or you know onboarding. Like we have to be open to feedback, be open to change, be open to improvements. Rarely is a system one and done. It is a like like a evolving kind of living process that has iterations and there's always room for improvement. So I feel like if you go into your system thinking that, then it's so much easier to embrace that when maybe you're like, oh, this didn't work so well or that person didn't deliver this as I intended, or I I think I need to add another step in this system, or we need to remove something, or this seemed too complicated, or this was duplicative. And we can only see that once we implement it. And then no, you know what, not a big deal. Since we started with the foundation, we have something to work with. Now we can go back through it and make those changes and tweaks and, you know, come up with something even better. All right. All right. So that's kind of the third piece of the puzzle when we're thinking about how do we get our life in control? How do you get your home life? How do you get your work life in a control in a way that's working for you, not against you, that gives you more time, more brain space, more energy, more clarity? The third piece is that systemization. All right, my dear friend, you know, well, you know what's happening now. You know I want to make your time 100% worth it. And in order to do that, I always encourage you to take one small action every week. Which brings us to a close for today's lesson on systemizing. And of course, the best part is when you actually get to take some action. So the challenge for you today is in the next 24 hours, decide one area, one place at work or at home. And this could be that low-hanging fruit that you're going to implement a system or update one that just isn't working so well anymore. It's feeling clunky. It's feeling overwhelming. It's just, you know, we just need to update that one. Then do it. Or you know what? Just start with that high level outline for it. Don't even implement it just yet. In the next 24 hours, let's just create that outline and be like, what is that step-by-step process that I can start with something easy that I know I just need to get into place? Girlfriend, let me know you did it. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast forward slash 74. I will be there to cheer you on, give you feedback, and let you know what a rock star you really are. By the way, rock star, since we're talking about that, 
If you like what you're hearing and you want some more free and awesome goodies, you're going to love to get your hands on my resource, 21 Killer Hacks to Stop Feeling Overwhelmed, over at lifeisorganized.com forward slash hacks, H-A-C-K-S. Okay, last thing before we sign off, I got to remind you one last time, you know the free training that's coming up. We're going to start in mid-August. Sign up, sign up, sign up. It's going to be fun, free, valuable. And that's lifeisorganized.com forward slash training. I cannot wait to see you there. As always, I thank you for your time, your loving vibes, your positive energy. Know that I am sending them right back your way. I love you. Uh, Here's to getting more of the things, right things done. And I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.